Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, welcome to another Happy Pod. My name is Lawrence, and who is that coming over the hill? Is it a... A monster? No, Nathan, it's you. Don't don't put yourself down like that. You're, you're not a monster. <laughs> hey, it's okay to not be okay, alright? Is that a Lady Gaga fan? Is that a monster? A little monster is a Lady Gaga fan. Nathan, what is the show? What do we do here on another Happy Podcast? It's not called another Happy Podcast. It's called another Happy Pod. A, a name which is briefly or sort of inspired by Star Wars. This is the show, Lawrence, where we talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Clearly, um, and then we we try to we try to be positive about it. We we discuss whatever that realm of pop culture may be, and here we are to to do just that very job. Should we do it now? I mean, I guess we might <laughs> as well. We're here. We're recording. <laughs> we might as well. But it seems it'd be weird not to. Really. It would be. We could just do forty minutes of nothing. We could just talk. We just about have a chat. Nothing. But do you know what? I was thinking that one day we should just have a chat. We should tile it something fake, and for the entire yeah. thing. We talk. We for forty four minutes. We talk about our lives, and then in the last minute, we quickly sum up something. Maybe we'll do that for our hundredth episode, which is coming up. In fact, we won't do that, and that's just to get them off the scent in case they're <laughs> anticipating it. They'll be like, oh, "I know what this is." Um, it is the beginning of the episode, not the end. Lawrence, do you have a question? Because it is the beginning of the episode. You're right, Nathan. It one hundred percent is not at the end of the episode. Um, never try and find a natural stitch point where these conversations just easily go into them. Uh, I'm sure that you have put in the theme music. Here it is. Another happy question. Lovely stuff. Nathan, I have... I have I have no motivation to lie. I did not think of a question. Oh, for uh, fuck's sake. We are recording this at the end of the episode, but here it is at the start of the episode. Do you uh, want to take five and think of one? No. I'm gonna. Okay. I've got. I've got one. It's bad, but it. So do. just, just giving up then, I guess. No, not giving up. I'm. I'm oh, you, quick, you do have one. It is technically a question. Okay. It's well, just not fantastic. Well, that's fine. It's what you're known for. So. Of all the deaths and the ways to die in this movie. Yes. No, that's too. Which boring. we will talk about in a moment. Oh, will we? Yeah, because we'll talk about the movie. Oh yeah, of course. I don't know because it's the beginning specific. of the episode. Oh, it's the beginning of the episode. My yeah. mistake. Yeah. Uh, so the deaths uh, in the movie. Which one are you choosing to go out with? Okay. So of all the deaths in the movie, yeah. how do I want to die? Yeah. So there's industrial microwave head melting, um, followed by explosion. There's being all right, all right. to a I car. You. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, well, I'll have a think about that, and uh, I'll check in at the end right, of the episode. I look forward to all the good conversation we're about to have. Yes, it's sure to be a good conversation. No, but we're not doing that today, Nathan. We're talking about um, kick ass. Do you have a hard time saying this in a British accent? No, I just say kick ass. 
kick ass. I see. I I always. It sounds weird coming out of my mouth. I, it sounds I, weird saying kick ass though. I look. You're not wrong. But at the same time, when I say kick ass, I'm like, who are you trying to impress? Why am I doing that? I don't say it like that. Who are you trying to impress saying kick ass? Is the queen here? But that's just how... No, yes, I like your majesty. <laughs> and on this and on this week, we've got uh, Her Majesty the Queen. Fucking not on this show. Never on this show. My first question, your majesty. Why is your son such a pedo? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just... I'm not trying to impress anyone, but I just... I obviously say ass as the you. I mean... <laughs> Do I guess I do. I don't. I don't really think about it that. But much. like when you Arse. say like, for example, oh, technically I, I, it's asshole, but it's asshole. We say asshole. asshole yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Kick ass. Kick ass. Yeah. I don't know. But the film's called Kick Ass. But oh yeah, I see because it's spelled differently, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's called Kick Ass. It's like it's like that weird thing, which I think is very weird. It's a phenomenon that is very weird, and I've never understood why we, and not just we, the entire fucking world does this. But you know how like. As a country, you choose what your name is. I feel like as a country, that's your right to do. Like, we're England, yeah. so we go, we're England. And then France goes, we're, Fra- we're France, so we're France. Except they didn't. They go, we're Francais. And then we go, yeah. no, you're France. <laughs> Germany went, we're Deutschland. And we went, no, you're Germany. So it's, it's weird, isn't is it? That, is that just, do we just do that? or do we? Do no, that, like do... I just said, the entire fucking world does it. We probably sound really stupid right now, but how can you translate a made-up country name? You can't. That's, that's the exact thing. You would just say the same thing. It's yeah. like with names. You don't have a different name in a different language. If you go to France, they mm. don't suddenly call you fucking Lorenzo. That's in Italy, and any <laughs> the most Italian woman I've ever met does call me that. From time to time. Is that your wife? No, and firstly, no, she's not my wife yet. All right. <laughs> We're getting there, but we haven't got much money. <laughs> so, right. we to, so we have to we have to get there first. Uh, no, it's her It's her grandma or nonna. Ah, uh, her it's nonna. Her nonna. It's a small Lorenzo. Woman. Yeah, like that. Um, have I ever told you about the time she once fully described the plot of The Godfather I, to me? I don't care, mate. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's a time and a place. There's... That's true, yeah. It's, we won't recap that here and now. Um, right, kick ass. It's called kick ass. That's what we're talking about today. All right, you didn't want to talk about it today, did you? You you were aggrieved when I told you that I wanted to do this topic. I wasn't really aggrieved. I was just. You were. You you got you've got a pinboard of Aaron Taylor Johnson's face on it, and you throw darts here, and every day you. It's not funny when you don't interrupt me, and I have to keep going. It's not. It's never funny. It's always horrible. Why would I interrupt you on this fun little riff that you, you're you doing? You know, you know when I start a riff, I don't know where it's going. And you know, you know it's your place on this dynamic to step in and call me an idiot or something. Sometimes I just like to see where it goes, and I like to see the fear in your eyes. I know you you've said this I'm before, and then you stopped doing it for a while, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Maybe maybe now he's got it out of his system, but no. You didn't but honestly though, you, you were a bit like, Oh, kick ass. I, I was, yeah. Because I hadn't really watched it since it well that's uh, I hadn't watched it in a while. Like quite a while. Not not since it first came out, but close enough. Um, and I liked the movie fine enough when it came liked, out. Liked in past tense, I've noticed. <laughs> no, no, I this is Look, <laughs> it's a fine movie, okay? Yeah. It's 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 good enough, whatever. Um, I I just feel like Kickass over the years for some reason, it's it's gained a following, an attraction, 
And it, I feel like now it's kind of one of those movies that fucking nerds and dickheads and you look back on and think, oh, it's so good, it's revolutionary, it's fucking one of the best movies. And it's fine. There's, I don't think there's anything mold-breaking or fucking revolutionary it about it. It's just very middle-of-the-road. It's okay. it it tries to be edgy. It's it kind of like look at me, I'm edgy, but it's not really. It's, it's just right. I wanted to ask you that. Is it intentionally edgy or is it 2010 dialogue? I haven't watched a lot of movies from 2010. Maybe it is just 2010 dialogue. If I'm being honest, I can't remember. Yeah. I was 12 years ago. I was a different man back then literally because I'm Doctor Who. But it's just <laughs> It's just that it seemed watching it back today, uh, it seemed that it was trying to be edgy. It was like the boys' light. Um, Okay. It was just like, here's a 12 year old girl saying cunt, but she'll only say it once. So don't worry too much. Yeah, I I know. I I do see where you're coming from. And there was a lot of people, when, when this was trying to be made, there was a lot of people that actually turned it down saying it was too edgy for the time. Like, I, I, I can't remember the exact studio that picked it up, but I know that it was mostly funded by. Um, I think it was. I think it was entirely funded by Murphy. Like his, I think from what I remember, no studio would touch it, and yeah. he had to like make it himself and then sell it to. Well, they said they said we'll take universal. it if you water it down and and hit girl is older or doesn't use so many expletives and doesn't kill. She just like pushes and shoves. Yeah, which would which would be terrible. God, you love this movie. You worship right, without it. without falling into your the trappings that you've put me in. I think <laughs> I think this movie is incredible. I really like this movie a lot. So why did this movie change your life? No, 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 no. It didn't change my life. Right? I'm not, I'm what not is, falling into your traps. What is it about this movie that made you want to become right. a director? <laughs> okay, all right. Fair shot there, I'll take it. Um, oh, do, do you know what the worst thing is? My answer is the director. <laughs> go on, go on. Matthew Vaughan in this movie is at the top of his game. Like... From, from, no, right. As someone who recently watched X Men First Class, I would disagree. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's not the finest story. That there's, they're not the finest characters. That it's not, it's not high end emotional drama, right? But when you look at the like the level of talent in terms of like the sequences, there isn't a fight sequence in this that misses. Like, well, go on. No, go on. Which one misses? The the last one in the in the penthouse. I would say. You think that misses? Yeah, I think it's boring. I think it's it's good. It's good for it's good for that small snippet when Hit Girl's going down the corridor. So when she when she takes cover, it gets dull. Yeah, and the rest of it. I I can kind of see where you're coming from. I have this is this is way jumping ahead, but just while we're on the last fight, I have a funny moment that says it's all well and good until you realise Kickass is fist fighting a man whilst having two turrets on his back. Why did he keep that jetpack on the entire time? Yeah, firstly, cannot have helped you in terms of like it. In terms <laughs> take of it like off, an in, man. Yeah, in terms you can of pick endurance. it up again later. Just take yeah. it off. But so yeah, so he has that on. But then also, like Red Mist runs at him. Yeah, <laughs> just pull out your turrets. Just <laughs> shoot him into next century. Like <laughs> I think he was out of ammo. To be fair. Oh, was it? Okay. He went, he used it all on those three guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well worth the 300 grand the movie sets up that it was yeah. uh, alright all even if it's out of ammo just fly go to the corner of the room like a little Burn spider it. 
Burn yeah, him. Bur- burn him, jetpack him, fly into the corner of the room like a little spider so he can't get you. Uh, yeah. And he just gets progressively more cross as he swings in the air. Anyway, um, you were saying why you worship the ground that Matthew Vaughn walks on because of this movie. Look, Matthew Vaughn has been known. Like, you look at Kingsman, The King's Man. I haven't seen The King's Man, to be honest. Uh, I hear it's homophobic. It um, <laughs> it's bad. It's a bad movie. I mean, it has an, uh, an MCU post-credit scene where it sets up the next villain as uh, Hitler. So that's good. The next villain is Hitler. The next villain is Hitler. It's like there's like a full-on MCU post-credit scene where there's like two guys talking, and then they're like, "What's he gonna do? He's gonna be really mad about this and all this sort of stuff." And then like the door opens, and then in dramatically walks Adolf Hitler, and he's like. Well, 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 gentlemen. Oh, now God. we will see what happens next. And then it dramatically cuts or some shit. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, it's just full-on <laughs> MCU. Hitler just turns Hitler. around with his gauntlet and he goes, fine, I'll do it myself. It could have literally been less dumb if they actually did that. Uh, but bad movie. All right, let's tell you what. We're never going to agree fundamentally on why I like this film and why you don't. But I would like to know why you like it. I'd like to because, know Right, what... I think this has... As much as it doesn't have... Right, for, basically, I like its simplicity and I like that it's stylish where it wants to be stylish. Like, for example, okay. like I like the cookie-cutter bad guys who are just New York mobsters that sell coke. You don't know what, yeah. you don't know how their operation runs. They're just, they're just a couple of guys that are like, hey, this guy's fucking up my guys on my payroll. Whoa. It's just a bunch of New Yorkers. Yeah. Um, I like that it's a, it's a premise in terms of, it's a superhero movie where the guy goes, I'm going to be a superhero. And then 16 minutes into the film, he's pretending to be a superhero. It's not a drawn-out origin. It's simple. So in the year of our Lord 2010, when this movie came out, there was two movies that Mm -hmm. had a guy dressing up and becoming a superhero. This is the worst one, I would say, of those two movies. Uh, Give me the other one. Super, Rain Wilson, James Gunn, directed. Have I seen it? I think I might have seen it when I was younger. I don't recall it too much, though. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it, because it's better than this. Although <laughs> there is a very weird scene. So, Elliot Page is in it. Um, yeah. cause it was it was ten years ago, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Elliot Page plays the sidekick to the main character uh, of Rain Wilson. Um, and then at one point, they... Um, <sighs> Elliot rapes. Rain oh. Wilson's character, um, and it's it's played for laughs, and it's just a uh, very, very strange scene. Very early career James Gunn. Yeah, it's it's a very weird scene. Even at the time when I was watching, I was like, "This is weird." Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, good movie. Oh, good. Okay. Stars well, sounds... Kevin Bacon as the villain, uh, and not just the villain of E.E.'s Fiber Broadband. Oh, no, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, whenever I associate brand deals, I associate him with EE Broadband and Wayne, not Wayne Lineker, and Gary Lineker with crisps. He hasn't done crisps in about 10, maybe like I, 15 I years. just, I just saw a tweet once upon a time and it stuck me forever. The, the tweet is as simple as Gary Lineker shags crisps. <laughs> <laughs> and I've That's never been funny. able to get it out of my head. I um, saw a Yorkshire tea advert today with Sir Patrick Stewart in it. Oh, so. times are hard, man. He's cameoing <laughs> in MCU movies. He's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> the kick-ass, the movie. Yes. Um, look, I think, it, I think it's got a ton of heart. I think the action sequences are great. I The music always stuck with me. Um, and listen, watching back on it today, 
the music's actually not that memorable. I just think it's uh, it's it's it like the music on its own, whatever. But it's utilized very well in certain scenes to enhance like the the style of the editing, the style of the of the fight choreography. Which has I can noticed. think of two moments where the music stands out. Number one, mm. uh, the scene where Nicolas Cage destroys the warehouse. Yeah. Um, and he shoots everyone and burns it down. Um, That's the 28 Days Later music, right? Or... It is, yeah. yeah. Or it's it's something. It's not from this movie, anyway. No. Not originally, anyway. Um, and then the music... They have like kind of a hero theme when they're flying away on the jetpack at the end. Sounds very generic. It does sound very generic. And a lot of this movie, I think that's my issue with it. A lot of this movie, I feel, is very generic because, like, it. I guess it's kind of going for a 2002 Spider-Man parody in a way. Like, even the way it opens, it's very 2002 Raimi Spider-Man. It's very, you know, you got the Peter Parker narration. He's even saying similar stuff to what Peter Parker says. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm this loser, yeah. It's it's all very, look at this, we're doing a superhero movie. Um, It has the rooftop sequence where he's going to jump rooftops and then he's like, no, fuck that. Yeah, it does. Um, and And I feel like that's why it just feels a little bit... It's not fresh. Nothing here is new. Even if you are doing this kind of parody, but real world version of that, but actually it's not real world because it is a little heightened. Because now I'm on a fucking jetpack, um, <laughs> and there's a guy dressed as Batman. Um, it's yeah. uh, it's it's kind of trying to do everything at once. I feel like, and for yeah. me, it doesn't it doesn't land with it all. See that's fair. So I yeah, I've got a note that pretty much sums up exactly that. It says everything in this is intentionally hyper dramatic, but I wish the movie would stop trying to have its cake and eat it too by saying we're the real world superheroes. Yeah, and then having a girl, an eleven year old girl, reload pistols in midair. <laughs> yeah, double handed. Like it's this. This is stuff that trained killers cannot do <laughs> no um, one could do it's physically no, impossible it's literally impo- you need two hands to reload a gun <laughs> otherwise i've died in call of duty way too many times <laughs> pissed off about it no I, I i i can see where you're coming from and i do but i do think that and that's some kind of one of the reasons why i love it the, i love this that this movie is intentionally hyper dramatic i love that the movie is it's so like the pairing of big daddy and hit girl is so fucking stupid and otherworldly and dumb and so comic book movie. But then I do wish the movie would be like, oh, if if a guy did this in real life, they'd get their ass kicked. And I'm like, well, then follow up on that and he should be getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I, I guess I, I just, I'm much the same way I do see it as, as very dumb. But then that's where it stops for me. I don't, Fair. I don't enjoy it because of that. It's just, it's do you not, just. Do you not think like the, like this is going to sound super pretentious? But do you not think like the craft of it is impressive? No. Why? No. Like, do, I, I do don't you honestly actually... not think? When I was watching this day, there there wasn't at no point when I was watching this movie was I was like, that's an interesting shot. That's really well done. That's that's edited well. Nothing. I've, You're I've, baffling me right now. You are sh- shocking I'm me. Not, I'm not. It's just, this is what I'm saying. It's very middle of the road. There's nothing in this which really stands out. What stands out to you in terms of that sort of stuff? 
Right, I'll try and brief it because genuinely so many moments in this stand oh out to God. me. Right, the, all right, the main one, and this has stuck with me, and this is the main reason I like this movie and remember. This is one of those movies I first watched when it came out. Yeah. And then I remembered back like maybe five years later and went, oh, I, I think I really enjoyed that movie. Watched it another time and then went, oh, I really like this movie. Um, yeah. Is the Big Daddy fight warehouse sequence. Yeah, yeah. The, the reason I've done that, uh, let me let me find. Is my that not just ninety percent the music though? No, no. See, that's the thing. It's right. Also, you have to. There wasn't watching all those camera angles. Yeah, but if it goes into the thing, and it's a stylized choice, Nathan. Yeah. Don't, don't, do not be cinema sins. <laughs> I won't let you be cinema sins on this. All right, fair enough. Fair you enough. can, you can dislike it, but dislike <laughs> it for valid reasons. No, um, yeah, that's fair. Please always, <laughs> always stop me from being cinema sins. I will. I I will. <laughs> right. It's one of. So my note kind of roughly says it's one of my favorite action action sequences, and has been since I've seen it. So basically, the reason I love it is the. When you think about the action sequences that were happening at the time that were like way too reliant on like jump cuts and like the Bourne style of fight hand-to-hand combat, stuff like that. How everyone's like, oh, it's like a hundred shots in a second and it's a cut so fast you don't know what's happening and that's the hide choreography, whatever. This movie just, it kind of invents a new style of like hand-to-hand combat editing in, in a fight sequence by way of, it kind of shows you what he's about to do and then kind of just jumps. It's like, a, the only way I can describe it is like a YouTube jump cut. You know when someone's on the same screen, but they keep moving in I know, locations? I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I've seen the scene. Yeah. Um, so I, I know like the editing stuff you're talking about, where it jumps forward just like a, a second, half a second, or whatever. Yeah. But again, I don't feel like that's anything new. But no, it's, it's, like I've seen that so many times. Where? I don't fucking know. No, go on. You've seen it I so many I times. Don't know. I can't give you specific examples, but I have seen that. Like, it, mm. it's... At no point when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh my God, my mind is blown. I've never seen that before. Because I have. But right, but does every movie have to have done... Even though I disagree no. with you, does every movie have to break new ground to be good? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so not why isn't so- this good now? <laughs> Because it's boring. Um, oh. I'm, I'm not saying the reason this movie, for me personally, isn't good is because it's not breaking new ground. I, I, I personally, I'm fully the opposite of that. I, I think and that's that's why I'm surprised you don't like this. <coughs> well, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I, I don't think every movie has to break new ground at all. I think movies can be movies, and you can just simply enjoy them for being a movie. It doesn't have to change your fucking life. Yeah. Um. That being said, this didn't change my fucking life. It was, it was just there was nothing in this that's exciting. That no, that that's not true. There's exciting stuff. There's there's compelling action. Um, there's kind of okay storytelling throughout it. But for the most part, it's all just stuff that I know and that I've seen and seen done better. Um, in other films and other ways and stuff. Mm. And it's just all. Even the cast and and the characters, like fucking McLovin's there. He's doing McLovin again, but now he's a superhero. Um, so great. I've seen that before. I've seen Superbad. It's fine. Um, no, Superbad's actually very good. Fucking that guy who 
like his friend who's not another Quicksilver who plays the nerd in like every other movie from this era, oh, um, and then who is in the office and all he's that. He's in the sort office. Of he's in New Girl for a brief. Stint. Yes, yeah. exactly. He always plays the same character in literally everything he's in. <laughs> the so, awkward, uh, sexually charged nerd. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen him do that character a million times. He's <laughs> Sorry, doing did the you just same say thing. His other friend who isn't the Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> his other friend who isn't a Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's fair enough, yeah. It's an accurate description. It, it is. I mean, in fairness, it narrowed it right down. Yeah, there you go. Um, Evan Peters is doing Evan Peters stuff. The fucking... The daughter is the the daughter. His girlfriend is the daughter from How I Met Your Mother. It's all, all shit I've seen before, all right? It's all yeah. it's all just samey, samey stuff. Um, and again, it's just... It's, it's not a rehash, but it feels like a rehash just watching this to me. Okay. How do you feel about Big Daddy? Uh, mixed feelings. He's a fucking Very... lunatic, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> he's a fucking he's a fucking lunatic. He shouldn't be allowed within fifty feet of his door. <laughs> yeah. For a start, um, he's clearly fucking brainwashed her since the moment he got his hands on her, which the movie even says that's not yeah. like a fucking editorializing or whatever that's literally what the fucking movie says yeah um he's he's a complete lunatic i get what they're doing they're trying to do like a an accurate and realistic version of batman and robin because it is fucking a grown man who has just fucking raised this child soldier and is now uh has adopted them into their crusade and is making them fight for him and all that sort of shit and i get it and it's interesting He's even fucking doing the Adam West fucking uh, dialogue voice stuff. Um, <laughs> Do you know a fun fact about that? Go on. Nick Cage met Adam West and went, I'm such a big fan. Did you see what I did in Kick-Ass? I emulated <laughs> you. And Adam West simply responded. Apparently, this is the last interaction they had. Um, uh, Adam West simply responded, I saw you try. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, tapped him and then off they went. Uh, which is Incredible. very mean. Do you, do you do you know what um have you read the the comics of this i assume i not. have i have actually oh. i have i've read kick Heart. i think i've read all three of them i think do you, do you remember what happened do you remember what the the original graphic novel storyline of of big daddy and higo is uh no so one of my major gripes with the movie is that they changed this for the screen and i'm i have no idea why because what they did Whilst I think it works in the movie, it's yeah. so much worse of an idea than what is in the in, in the in the uh, source material. Um, and in the source material, basically, it was revealed at the end that he was kind of the 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 kind of the the flip side of how the kick-ass mentality is fucking dangerous. So kick-ass is very goofy. Same thing as in the movie. He's like, why is no one be a superhero? It's so easy to be a superhero. Put on a mask and help people. Blah, blah, blah. Whoa. Um, completely naive, dumb as fuck, idiotic. Um, that is Big Daddy. Big Daddy starts... Uh, Big, Big Daddy uh, does go to prison, but he's just a general criminal. He's not like this cop. Um yeah. His mother, uh, he, the the mother of his child dies. When he comes out of prison, he regains custody of his child because it's like a special circumstance where there's literally no other person to look after this kid. Yeah. Um, so he goes into it. They then go on the run, and he makes up an entire backstory 
about this like Frank D'Amico, this Frank, although he's not Frank, he's Frank someone else in the comics. Frank D'Amico, how his, you know, his mum like couldn't cope and had an overdose because of how distraught she was that he was in prison. Um, and essentially he funded their lifestyle by his, his stack of like, um, his like ridiculously expensive co- uh, collections. Yeah. I remember and, that, um, yeah. And he was basically what he was, was a man who, took his daughter brainwashed her into thinking they had like a higher calling um and made up a complete bunch of lies about just this random crime family that he found out um just because he wanted to live the life of like a a, like you say a batman and robin-esque superhero team wait so in the comics frank d'amico isn't real no, Frank D'Amico is real, but he doesn't have any connection. Like he didn't frame. Oh, him. he's they're, okay. They're yeah. just complete fucking strangers. He so he's took that that mob boss and made his own big bad out yeah. of him. Essentially, yeah. I get Ma- it. Made I get him it. made him like the Lex Luthor of the corporations. Yeah, or like the yeah. What um, I remember about the comics is uh, very specifically that in Kickass Two, which is an even worse movie. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I know it's a worse movie. I still bought it on Prime. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really bad. It is bad um, as fuck. Yeah. Don't don't like don't like when they kiss. Nope. What? Why? <laughs> why they do that? <laughs> All I can say about that movie is that Matthew Vaughn didn't return. And whether you like the first one or not, boy, is it clear. <laughs> oh god, bad movie. Um. Anyway. But then no. But Aaron Taylor Johnson doesn't mind age gaps, does he? Oh come on. <laughs> I, one thing I remember specifically about the comic for Kick-Ass 2 is that there's a scene in the movie where um, Red Mist, I think, was going to, again, trigger warning, I guess, was going to rape his girlfriend, but he mm-hmm. doesn't because in the movie he can't get it up. What a funny joke. Um, but in the comics he actually does, I think. Yeah. And then yeah, they just does. like blow a load of shit up as well, which I, I think I remember. Yeah. Um, fun comic books. Yeah, they also in the movie again. the The second movie, the second I, movie, the second movie is I think I think it's quite different from the comic book as well. Yeah, I it think is. it veers off quite a lot from what I remember. It it also claimed to be far more violent, but weirdly enough, left way more shit out yeah. um, of the violent stuff. In uh, it's Colonel Stars and Stripes or or whatever, there's actually it's I think it's actually a guy called Stripes and a guy called Stars or something. Yeah, uh, in the comics. Either way, one of them gets beheaded in the movie. Um, no, sorry, he doesn't get beheaded. He gets murdered, and they cut his dog's head off and put it on him. Um, whereas in the movie, they're like, "Kill a dog, Jesus! I'm not that evil." Whoa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Funny. Anyway, um, good stuff. Good anyway, stuff. Anyway, a much a much better movie, whether you like to admit it or not. This is. <laughs> I'll give you that. This is this is definitely a better movie than <laughs> Kickass Two. Again, why did they kiss? Don't like it. Don't don't do that. Don't Stop. write. Don't write Aaron Taylor Johnson kissing a twelve-year-old girl. It's it's yeah, stupid. It, it also doesn't help when Aaron Taylor Johnson already looks old for his age. Yes, and, and she... Chloe Moretz looks very young. So, yeah. like, look, admittedly, look, I don't, I don't know how old she was when filming that. I don't know if she was over the age of eighteen. But if matter. you depict her as an eleven-year-old girl in the movie, one movie prior, yeah, maybe leave it out. Yeah, it's sorry, I got your dad killed. Time to kiss. Here's, here's a note that I have about this movie, which, again, is better, but not by much. Um, <laughs> no, by a fucking country mile. I don't know about that. Um, he's gay. What a great joke. The concept of a man <laughs> kissing a man. 
hilarious <laughs> peak comedy. There are dated uses of language. There are dated jokes and terms. Um, and the entire subplot of it being a purely fucking hilarious construct that Dave is mistaken for a gay man, which he then goes along with and manip manipulates the girl that is then fine with it and is like, I I'm actually really horny that you lied to me. For let's have sex, right? <laughs> yeah, now. let's have sex <laughs> by this bin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave our friends at this hybrid coffee shop slash comic book store, which yeah. exists, apparently. And seems to be highly profitable for whatever reason. Look, all I'm saying is I want to see that store's tax returns, because there's <laughs> fucking something dodgy going on <laughs> there. Um, I, I, I have a note. Now that now that it appears we are cinema sins in this movie, um, <laughs> I, I do have a note that says, uh, I can't find it, but it's something along the lines of, for all the crimes those two criminals commit in that one specific alleyway, you'd think someone would have got them arrested by now. Why are they always committing crimes in the same alleyway? What's yeah. going on? It's the same place. Hey, yo, dude, Pick we better get patch. out of here. We better run before the feds come and, and, and bust us. Uh, or maybe, the, the or maybe movie, we should. Maybe we shouldn't walk through this one alleyway where we always get mugged by those two guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe let's go a different way home. It's New so York. That. You could quick, quite literally walk anywhere and you'll find... Anywhere, turn a square and you'll find your way home. That's, <laughs> that's how it. That's how New so York So easy works. to get around in New York. The oh. streets are literally numbered. Jetpack... We, I mean, we've kind of gone over this, but Jetpack was overhyped. They keep... They kept like teasing it and bringing it up, and yeah. everyone was looking over the crate. And then he literally killed three fucking dudes of it. So, but Elvis good. played, and that was cool. El Elvis did indeed play. Give Austin Butler another tenner or whatever. Great. <laughs> good stuff. I, do you know I, what was weird is that I watched Elvis like yesterday. Was it bad? I hear it's bad. No, it's good. I really enjoyed it. It it, it slows down in the middle. It, did anyone step on his blue suede shoes? Not that I know about. All right. And I feel like I would know about it if that happened in an Elvis movie. Was there a hound dog at any point? Do you know what? There was an overabundance of hound dog. Was there actually? There was, There is one hound dog in the film, but my God, the 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 screen time mileage they get out of hound dog goes yeah. a long way. Was there anyone um, who had a suspicious mind? Uh, yes, there was. Great. What other stuff? Any more Elvis questions? Nope. That's the only three songs I can think of. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Not the one that we're currently talking about in, in Kick-Ass. You couldn't don't remember that one. Don't know the name of it. <laughs> I think it's something along the lines of... Was there a battle at Waterloo? That is not Elvis. <laughs> but <laughs> but there could have been. Yeah. And well, that's the important thing. <laughs> one can only hope. What? Right. I find it a funny choice. Okay. That the movie commits to using like comic book panel transitions. I find it a weird choice and I don't like it. I see I I don't mind it. However, I'm surprised that any studio wanted to after that Hulk movie did it yes, and everyone was yes. like, This Hulk movie sucks. This is bad and it's bad specifically because of the comic book transitions. Yeah. Um do you know what I hated? I hated the Big Daddy origin story where it's like now we're just going to do a full comic book in a, an art style that was very upsetting especially when it went 3d and like turned or, and stuff i like that oh i did not like that at all i hated it why because it was upsetting it was, was just your, 
It was visually upset. It was a bad art style. Like the okay. the three D animation of it. Like when it turned. Like when it was like a two D character facing like on, and then the camera like turned around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was visually upsetting, and I didn't like it. I think all right, fair enough. Yeah, the art style wasn't the prettiest. I think it's well made. I guess. Why? <laughs> why is he randomly drawing scenes from this movie as well? Stop doing that, Nick Cage. Yeah, and yeah, and with mind blowing accuracy. Um, yeah. And why is he putting on like a little bit more of his mustache to go fight crime? I don't know. <laughs> what? Why does he just grow a goatee? I'll just put these little two bits on. I think it's specifically because he's like, I don't want to shave my mustache, but if I don't change my mustache, I narrow the field of possibility down very thinly to yeah. this specific mustache. Because if anyone's gonna clock you, it's gonna be the fucking mustache that'll give you away, isn't it? <laughs> also, who are you leaving breathing? <laughs> Exactly. You kill everyone who sees you. <laughs> Literally, it's like the, the movie makes it goes out of its way to be like, no fucker knows who this cunt is exactly. because he's because he's the murderous Batman. Like he just comes down and will massacre you. Um, also, what what the fuck is he shouting when he's on fire? Is he just screaming? Because no. it's really weird. It's just it's like it's the movie is trying to say this is an emotional moment. Because here's this man dying whilst his daughter fights for all their lives. Yeah. But he's but he's there in the corner, just like ah! <laughs> So so in the comics and, and I I listened out for it today because I all the time I've watched this movie and I, it's just become a fact in my head that I don't know what he does or what he says there. Okay. Um what he is doing, and it is in the comics as well, um, is he's they have tactical like kind of phrases like he basically he is they have memorized comic book titles uh to mean specific strategic battle uh like techniques or things so, so he maybe. says like switch to robin's revenge that's where she's like shines the she strobe lights the fuck out of him so maybe there should have been a scene earlier in the movie. Maybe when he shot her in yeah. that parking lot. Um, that you know, <laughs> I call this of... one the Dark Knight Returns. Exactly. <laughs> they just hinted at that. Yeah. But, no, yeah. Nathan. If they were going to do any, fo- they had yeah. that, but then they turned turned all the foreshadowing scenes to looking over a crate instead. <laughs> crate. Let's all look at this three hundred thousand dollar crate. <laughs> yeah. Put I, some um... guns on it. Fucking. Hell. I feel like we all re- we always get to this point. Where we start then criticizing a movie for all of its silly little things that we like to make fun of. I do want to stress, I really, really, really enjoy this movie quite a lot. And I want to stress, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> and I don't like it. And I think it's fine. Okay. But I, would I watch it in the next 10 years? Only if I had to. <laughs> when we do the reunion episode, <laughs> we've revisited it. Uh, has Nathan? Every year we should do an episode on this and just see if you get go progressively more insane or you get you warm to it. Okay, so we've already decided that there's only one franchise we're doing an annual revisiting of. Okay, and it's not oh. this. <laughs> what right. is it again? Oh yes, yeah, Scream. No, it, is. Yeah. it is. Every yeah, join us <laughs> Halloween for uh, Scream Two. Scream Two coming soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but look. This is, I was going to say fine, but I want to say bad. But I don't think it's bad. 
But I think it's somewhere between fine and bad. I would, I would disagree. I know you would. But I would say just you don't need to watch it. Fair enough. I would say give it a miss. Fair enough. Do not recommend. Save your time and watch <laughs> no. X Men Apocalypse instead. X Men? Why X Men Apocalypse? Because I watched it last night. <laughs> Good. Good. I look. I would disagree with Nathan. I think it's thoroughly worth a watch. I think it's a good movie, very well made, and I would highly recommend it. Um, There's more heart in X Men Apocalypse than there is in this. X Men, but you're stupid. You're Ma- silly. No, all the stuff with Magneto and his daughter. Uh, so, oh yeah, the epic one scene. Yeah. There's one scene! It, oh, I think you're wrong. It's in more than one scene. But... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snip that out, put it on comic book Twitter, and they're going to smoke your ass. Oh no, a bunch of nerds on the internet. <laughs> yeah, they're coming for you, Nathan. Um, one last thing. Uh, I wondered, I kind of had this realisation. Um, I... Uh, maybe you won't even agree with it, to be honest. You might not see where I'm coming from at all. Uh, I <laughs> I think this fits quite nicely into a movie genre that I quite enjoy, which was stylistic directors making good movies with stupid-as-fuck concepts. The what other ma- the other that? main ones I thought about were um, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I feel like Edgar Rice is a silly director, though. Do you not? Do you think Matthew Vaughn fits silly director or not? I mean, I guess when you look at his other stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it, but is that, that the way, is, is that the way you're saying? Are you saying? I thought you were saying serious director does silly stuff. No, 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 not serious director. As in, like, um, it's just a, it's a well-made movie that is about something very stupid. <laughs> you're okay. right. You can. <laughs> I'm not going to keep biting. I'm not going to. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're I'm not doing it. I'm just stating my opinion. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, <laughs> big time. Um, <laughs> look, okay, all right, all right. I mean, sure. I guess that's. I, I, yeah. Can you think of any other movies that fit that category? Give it to me one more time. What's the category? Category is kind of like heartfelt. This has changed every time. Uh, <laughs> heartfelt, like heartfelt, well-made movies. What is heartfelt about this movie? Are you silly? Apart from the one scene where Big Daddy dies, what is heartfelt? The scene where Big Daddy dies. <laughs> exactly. It's not, and he's a fucking psychopath who shouldn't be allowed anywhere near his daughter. It, no, look, it, nothing about this is heartfelt. You are not wrong. All right, heartfelt's the wrong word. I think this movie has heart in terms of. I like the moment where Kickass is like refusing to move over the over the over the beaten body of some dude, and he's like. Although he is stupid and dumb and way out of his fucking depth, I like the fact that he chooses to stand over him and put himself in massive harm's way to protect people. People are inspired by that. Um, I like the fact that he manipulates his. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think I think there's a lot of heart in this. Can you not tell from the generic "We Won" soundtrack at the end? No, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think there's any heart in it. There's, there's attempts at heart, and oh, I think you're probably silly. the closest it gets is, is you say that scene towards the beginning where he is, you know, defending that guy. That's probably the most heart in the movie, I would say. Um, but this, this movie does not. At no point was I emotional. 
during this. Do you not think like there's a lovely moment where it's like, if it wasn't for you, I'd be dead. If it wasn't for you, my daddy wouldn't be. Those kind of lines, not not heartfelt at all for you. Oh really? Well then, you're stupid. And you're just accurate, really. It's just an accurate. Line. <laughs> it's it's just day. it's just a savage burn. It's, it's, it's just the truth. I will leave. I will leave my uh, thoughts on this movie with this. My final thoughts. Who the fuck is using MySpace in 2010? It's a not, fair point. Not me, that's for sure. I was it's on the fair. Facebook train by that point. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I was too. I think I, I think I switched in about 2009. I, I actually never had MySpace. Well, there you go. I had MySpace. Yeah, but you probably you were probably downloading your hit music on Napster and all sorts, weren't you? You <laughs> I, was on, I was on LimeWire, excuse you. Oh, fuck it. I was up. on LimeWire. I uh, I started off with a Pixo. That was my first social media. I had I had a Pixo. Awful. Um, then no, Nathan, to... it wasn't. You could visit a website <laughs> and you could choose to play a selected song that they had you... chosen for you. Horrible feature. Don't do that. Yeah. You, no, no one wants to hear your shitty <laughs> top 40. You could change uh, the cursor to be anything. And then um, I graduated to Bebo. We all remember Bebo. I don't. Um, You're old. Bebo was after Pixel, you dickhead. I never used it then because I was too much. <laughs> I, I, I could see... This is a failing site, and I won't be. I won't be involved in it. I won't besmirch my good name. Everyone remembers Bebo. Um, I, know, I remember MSN. Yeah, MSN was there, of course, but that was different. That wasn't really a a, a, a website. It was like that, a, yeah, a that was like service. Facebook Messenger just sweeps that up, didn't it? Like yeah, it, it did. Anyway, enough from these two old men reminiscing about social media of yore. I think these um, two men, one being older than the other one. I think look, it's more apt. Look, no, you're old now as well. No. He was calling me old when I was your age. So. It's, it's true. <laughs> he was I calling me old. Much he, he was calling me old when I was a lot younger than you are now. So. When, when, how old were you when I met you? You were 21 I was when I met 21 you? 21 when, when I met you? And, I was, and now I'm 28, which sounds awful. And I would have been, what, 20? Uh, you no, would have been 18. 18, yeah. He was 18. A, a young whippersnapper who I took under my wing. A man, a man who didn't mind getting on his knees and then back up again without going, oh, my knees, fucking hell. Two men who could get up off the couch without grunting. Um, <laughs> Don't. I did that earlier today and I thought, I need to get a hold of myself, man. I need to, I need to get a grip of this. Lawrence... It's now the end of the episode. It is so the end of the episode. And I'm not lying when I say that. That's the truth. No, it's the truth. (laughs) So, um, now... It feels like we just started it. It does. But we haven't. We actually have. We were recording for 54 minutes. Um, I do have... So, so you... didn't just ask me a question. You asked me about 50 minutes ago. Yes, yeah, Lawrence, minutes please ago, remind had... me, what was that question? <laughs> so 50 minutes ago, Nathan, around about that time, uh, definitely not right now, uh, yes. I, I asked you, you can choose a death from this movie to serve as your own death. I, I reminded you of such classics as industrial microwave head melting followed by explosion, being handcuffed yes. to a car which is being crushed in an industrial crushing machine. Um, I got you. Uh, so let me just say, first of all, this is a terrible question. Thank you. Okay, even with your low point of whatever that dad one was that you had, yeah, that um, was bad. That was bad. It was, but I think this is even scraping the bottom of the barrel. You admitted, however, that you completely forgot to think of one and just made it up on the spot. Yes. So I will award you two honesty points. 
for Thank that. you. Thank you. Treasure them. Um, out of that, how many honesty points? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> that, that being said, now, in terms of how I want to die, if I had to pick a death from this movie, I think the best one is Kickass's mum. Just quick and easy, <laughs> yeah. brain aneurysm on the breakfast table. Off I go. While talking about the sugar puffs, man. Yeah, and... just, just lovely conversation about the honey monster. Yep. And then, oh, I'm dead. No mess, no fuss. Fair enough. Put me in the ground. I hear this, there's talk of people becoming trees these days. There's all sorts of stuff. You can become a tree, you can become a little plant. You can... Would you become a tree? I would become a tree. I feel that would be quite cool. I like wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind, but then I just know some scabby fucking 18-year-old's going to get fingered up against me once. Like It will happen. But that's a circle of life, Lawrence. <laughs> you got... <laughs> and then you, as that tree, can look down upon that nope, scabby 18-year-old and smile... <laughs> And know that life is continuing as Elton John plays in the distance. It is indeed the circle of life. Join us next week when we will be discussing this. You're going to do shoot in the air? Try to scare me? Go ahead. You wouldn't let me die. You're not going to kill me. Well, so now I saved your life. That makes me weak. Look, I'm not a threat to you or your boy. I need to be on your property. I'd rather there's no contact at all. I'm going to stay in the fields. Nathan, we have some social medias, don't we? We do, actually. We do. They are at Another Happy Pod. Um, We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are going to shortly be popping renegade pussy locking uh, power profit. Um, We're on TikTok. We're going to be on TikTok pretty soon. Uh, I was supposed to we're on there this. now you can follow us now we, I mean yeah we are, we are quite there uh, head over there but you know if you have strong... you'll see a fun little video of Lawrence you will um, been surprised that he's on camera um... you'll also totally get corduroy <laughs> no one's liking that corduroy video let me tell you that I have single handedly corduroyed 700 people 727. Tag your friends to totally corduroy them too. And if you haven't what seen it... What does that even mean? You have no... No one listening to this has any fucking clue what that even means. I've I, seen it and I don't even know what it means. <laughs> what does getting corduroy mean? doesn't matter, Nathan. Tag your friends to totally corduroy them too. Uh, you can give us a review. Give us a five-star review, please. This has definitely been primo content that's worth it. Yep. Um, not at all a messy edit by the sounds of this outro. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us five stars. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I'm told. So that's good stuff. That's right. I just and got a text from my sister that says, I'm a kitchen. So She's a kitchen. There we go. You heard it here first. She Wait, she is a kitchen. Oh, she texted me back. I'm in the kitchen. Ah, uh, a classic faux pas. <laughs> There we go. For a second there, Nathan, I think all of us at home listening to this thought your sister was a kitchen. I did too. I was concerned, but now I'm fine. <laughs> we can finally put our mind at rest. <laughs> I can sleep in peace. <laughs> you go into the kitchen. Are you there? It's very late. This episode comes out in less than 12 hours. <laughs> I know. I know it does. Wrap this bitch up. Yeah, right. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Join us next week for Lopper, the movie, Ryan Johnson, uh, Star Wars. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.